Welcome back to Mishnah Yomi. Let us continue Mishnayas Trumos, Perak Tes, Mishnah Dalid, and Mishnah Hay. Gidule Truma Truma. So our previous three Mishnayas were talking about Gidule Truma, that is the growths of Truma. You take Truma, you plant it, what grows out of it is Truma. However, Gidule Gidulin, Chulin. But if you were to then take, subsequently, the third generation here, you take Truma, you plant it, it grows. That's Truma Midirabanan on a rabbinic level. You take that and you replant it, the Gaduli Gadulin, that is considered Hulin. Now, it's very important to note, and we'll see the distinction further in the next Mishnah, that this is all talking about a distinction that we made earlier in this Mesechta, that there's a difference between things that grow, and the way in which they grow is the seeds in the ground decompose, and there's nothing left of the original seed, versus other things where it basically becomes a bulb. Look, like you saw onions and, and whatnot, and the bulb is still there, it just continuously it expands and grows bigger. And there's a distinction between those two, where, as we saw again earlier, the bulb that never decomposes, so then it's not nullified, whereas the seeds are nullified. Kudule truma, truma. Kudule gadulen, chulen. But when it comes to, let's say, wheat, and those sort of things where the seeds totally decompose, the third generation here is considered chulen. Avo. Here are a couple other things if you were to replant, we have the law is different. Hatevel. If you were to replant tevel, so then we treat it like it's tevel. Now you're saying, what do you mean? Tevel is tevel. It's never been tithed, so you can't eat it now. You can't eat it then. What's going on here? The answer is, if you recall, there is a leniency that one is allowed to snack, eat a chilas arai, snack on tevel, so long as you have not brought it past the threshold of your door. Once you brought it into your house, you bring it into your house. It's not chayv and shmuz and meisus. You can no longer snack on it. But so long as that you're in the field, you can eat, you can snack on it. That is, except Shabbos. Shabbos, you're not allowed to, because as we pointed out earlier, on Shabbos everything's considered achilas keva, a real substantial meal. But during the week, one is allowed to, to, to eat snack on tevel. You may think. So let's see. Let's see what's going on here. You have this tevel. You're snacking on it. Then you bring it into your house. Now it's chayv and shmuz and meisros. If you were to replant it, when you bring it out, maybe you'd say, once it's chayven trumas and maestros, so even the gadulim, when it regrows, is also chayven trumas and maestros to the extent that you can't snack on it, says our Mishnah, nope, not, not true. Umayserishon, so to Umayserishon, you replanted. Vesvichai shviyas, the svichai shviyas, we discussed this in the Mesechle Shviyas, that's our, the things that grow spontaneously, grow by themselves during the year of Shemitah, those things are not prohibited uh, they're not prohibited once allowed to, act, in fact, eat them, but their abundant came along and they rabbinically said one's not allowed to partake in them. But if you were to take svichei shviyas and plant them, then what grows is considered is considered uh, uh, edible and one's allowed to eat it. And the reason for that is either because svichim are so rare, it doesn't really happen. The things grow by themselves. Therefore, Chazal didn't go ahead and make a gezerah on things that are rare, that don't occur often, that we find throughout Shas in different various areas. It's a law. Or, perhaps different than that, is it's so rare that it happens once every seven years, so Chazal didn't go out of the way to make a gezerah on a, on a case that happens once every seven years, when in and of itself, that doesn't even happen. It's not destined to happen. Again, it's only in very rare circumstances. Truma from Chutzlaretz, from the lands bordering Eretz Yisrael. Vehamadama, right, that's the case where you have Truma that's mixed with a Chulin. Vehabikurim, and the first fruits. Gudeleim, Chulin, all these cases, if you were to replant them, what grows is considered Chulin. Guduli Hektish, or Mazasheni Chulin. If you were to plant Hektish, and it grows, and Mazasheni, and it grows, what comes up is Chulin. However, come along the rabbis who potos Mazman Zaram. But you have to poto them, you still have to redeem them, and that's a rabbinic thing to redeem them. However, the leniency here is you can redeem them for the value of when you planted them, even though it's going to be obviously significantly less. Meaning, if you planted, you planted a couple seeds, and out of that grows, you know, a huge amount. We don't say 
be poded, we don't say redeem it for what, it, what it's worth now, but rather what, what, what the few seeds were when you planted them in the ground. Mishnah is another leniency in this area. If someone plants a garden of a hundred rows of truma and one row of chulin, and that chulin is unidentifiable, meaning we don't know which of the rows is chulin, which one are truma, so again, a hundred are truma, one is chulin. Kulon, mutar, and kala. Says our Mishnah, all of them are mutar. And the reason for that is because the rabbis didn't, did not enact a decree in a case where there, it's unidentifiable chulin mixed in. Again, because it's all rabbinic either way, but on a biblical level, it's all considered tevel. It's not considered truma at all. So when the rabbi said, if you go ahead and plant truma, we, you have to treat it rabbinically as truma, they did not extend it to a case where you know there's chulin mixed in, but that's only bedavr shazar kala. In a scenario where, as we said earlier, like wheat, or things where the seeds decompose, bedavr shazar kala, but you have things that grow as bulbs, so the, you know in the ground there, there's still a remnant of the original truma. If you have the inverse case, you have a hundred rows of chulin. The achas shall truma in one of truma kulin asurim. It's all aser. Now you may say one minute, but one in one hundred is batel, and the answer is that's only when it's not attached to the ground. But once it's attached to the ground, we look at each area as its own separate entity, and therefore we don't look at it as being one big mixture. So it's not batel. I wish you all a wonderful day.